0: art celebrities and entertainment fitness sports mental health and wellness and plant-based medicines and entheogenics together we are building a stronger community fighting the stigma and creating change with your host jason beck and rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by cannabis Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at 9 with
1: us.
2: Oh, yeah, Jason, that uh, shit going on got yeah. Lots of shit going on, bro. Yeah.
0: What
2: do you think of that new little beat?
3: About that nah. new intro?
1: Yeah, so we're gonna
0: have a we're gonna have a new beat tomorrow. So we want to know what you guys think. Yeah, go we're gonna, play, I yeah, we're gonna switch thing. it
2: up each day. Man, I like that, Jason. A lot. All right. So yes.
1: well, yeah.
2: welcome back, everybody. You and now tuned in to High at Nine News. Thanks for joining to not only get High at Nine with us, but also High Noon on the East Coast. I'm Rico Lamid, the dopest Dad on the street, and it is Monday. February 13th. Today is National Football Hangover Day for the alcohol drinkers out there because science tells us weed hangovers do not exist. And if said hangover leads to missed work time, you may also find yourself participating in National Clean Out Your Computer Day, where the clock is ticking for you to delete any personal or unsavory files hogging up valuable space on your hard drive. But if it is your significant other who finds those unsavory files, she might be skipping all the lovey-dovey bullshit that comes with tomorrow's Hallmark holiday and do it big with the ladies for Galentine's Day, because who needs men to support consumerist propaganda? Everybody out there watching, please like, share, and hit the subscribe button and follow us at High 9 News all across social media platforms. We're live weekday mornings on YouTube and Twitch, audio only on Clubhouse. And if you do choose the Clubhouse route, you can also participate in the show by raising your hand with a brief comment on this story presented. Getting things started today, you know who it is. It's the green street wheeling and dealing, mink coat rocking, private jet hopping, longest continually operating retailer in the game, Jason Beck.
0: Oh, yeah, Rico. Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone is having an amazing Monday. Hope everyone enjoyed the Super Bowl. Whether you lost or won, we always knew that there was going to be riots in Philly. Either way, it went. But nonetheless, Rico, I do thought, I did think though that in regards to to the day today of clean out your computer day, I thought that was for Hunter Biden. But (laughs) nonetheless uh-huh exactly exactly <laughs> exactly you guys oh man i'm glad you guys have jokes as well that's right but to I'll tell you what you know who ain't laughing is the people involved in my story because they i bet you they don't think any of this is pretty funny even though a lot of us in the cannabis industry are because the maker of raw rolling papers is ordered to cease marketing claims that's right rolling paper company republic brands has won a permanent injunction in a federal lawsuit against HBI International the maker of raw organic hemp rolling papers which requires HBI to cease promoting and selling certain products and stop making certain promotional statements the plaintiff Republic Brands is the rolling paper company behind OCB, Job, and other rolling papers as well. Following a jury verdict last month that HBI International engaged in unfair business practices and violated the Illinois Uniform Deceptive Trade Practices Act. The rolling paper company has been banned from suggesting that its products are made by artisanal craftsmen in Alcoy, Spain, the birthplace of the raw foundation, which the court did not actually found that the, that it did not actually even exist in the first place. In total, the United States District Court of the Northern District of Illinois on January 31st, 2023, marketing material or statements by pers- by personnel, any of the following. So basically they're saying that they cannot do any of this anymore what the court found that HBI and or RAW con- contributes its funds or proceeds to a charitable entity foundation dubbed the raw foundation, that raw organic hemp rolling papers are unrefined and that raw organic hemp rolling paper adhesives are made from natural hemp gum. That raw organic hemp rolling papers are the world's first and only organic or organic hemp rolling papers, and that raw organic hemp rolling papers are made in Alcoy, Spain. That HBI International shall not include a packaging stamp using the word Alcoy or referring to Alcoy, and that raw organic hemp rolling papers utilize wind power. That raw organic hemp rolling papers are made from the center of hemp stocks, And that HBI or its founder, Joshua Kesselman, invented rolling paper pre-rolled cones. And uh, that OCB organic hemp papers are knockoffs, raw raw nabies, so-called in quotation marks, copies or fake versions of raw rolling papers. The court ordered HBI to stop promoting, selling, or distributing products in any way that would violate the enjoyment of, the enjoyment. Additionally, after May 31st, 2023, HBI is forbidden from promoting, selling, or otherwise distributing rolling paper products under any, any of its brand's other brands, which include Elements, Juicy Boys, and others in packaging that includes an Alcoy stamp. HBI International did not immediately respond to a request for comment, and I'm willing to guess that, man, this has to be a major, major blow to Raw, its whole thing, its whole marketing platform, and everything else. And they've just proven to be very deceitful to its consumer base. And will the consumer base continue to follow Raw? I'm not sure, but time will tell. And this is Jason Beck reporting for High at Nine News. What do you guys think about this?
2: People are going to keep on buying them. I don't think, think so? so my,
4: friend, my friend Kid Cones is a R&B artist and a rapper, and he was their main uh, NorCal rep. That's why I smoke Raws. And I called him for a comment on this as soon as I saw it popping up on Instagram, and he said that he had left the company in January and couldn't say anything about anything.
1: And for me, it's just really
4: disappointing when anybody feels like they need to lie. Just say say what your papers are and sell them. Yeah, um,
2: Mandy. The whole, I mean, the the whole, the whole charity thing, the foundation thing, is more disappointing. Uh, coming from our industry, I come just yeah. coming from our industry from people who have been around, and he's not like new to this shit. I think that's more disappointing than anything else. On the yeah, club. and it's
4: easy, it's easy to say, hey, we give some money to charity without literally saying, hey, we have a foundation. Because when you right. say how we have a foundation, now you're telling me that you like pay lawyers to talk to the IRS and like I can take that money off my taxes so also right. retroactively what this means is, if, is Rico if you gave like 10 grand to the Raw Foundation you could have a claim off your taxes you got to call the IRS and contact them immediately because now you've committed You're tax
2: fraud a, yeah you've been given yeah. to it's to just fraud. like layers of bullshit
4: it's,
0: so, so it's you guys are silent. telling me that all Ethiopia didn't get clean drinking water now
2: are you telling me
4: that no a- no I'm not yeah, I'm you- not saying that there could be proof of, of charitable works what I'm saying yeah. is if you say you have a nonprofit foundation, that means I can give you money and take it off my taxes. And mm-hmm. if you don't, and I did that, now I'm committing tax fraud and I can go to federal you owe, prison.
2: You owe back taxes. So he got saying, all... It's,
4: Jason, it's really easy to be like, yo, I give art supplies to the Valley of the Moon orphanage in Sonoma. But mm-hmm. I don't have a nonprofit foundation. See how easy that was to explain my charitable giving and, right. and not commit fraud or, or lie to everybody. It's just so easy not to lie, you guys. I mean, I
0: mean, I, I want to go back to some of these, some of these things. They like they can't, they can't say that they are the original hemp paper, okay? I don't know if anyone actually believed that they were the original hemp paper, because I would say the original okay. hemp paper would probably be like the Constitution or something like that.
2: You know what I mean? But
0: I'm going to digress but, for I mean, a second. I and mean, they're
2: the, they're the, they're the, they're, the they're one, glue. The first, the first to ever say it though, so they're the first.
0: I mean, you know, what I did find funny is, is is that they can't say that any of their papers are produced in Spain because their paper is actually produced in France and then oh. shipped to Spain where it's watermarked and glued and packaged and everything else like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why man. the layers
5: He's- of lies? I just don't understand. Right. I mean, if your product is great, stand on those legs alone and put it out to the market like it's something really good, but don't sit there and fill us up with a bunch of of false narratives and also i don't know that company has never sat right with me the way that they marketed the way that they come after people it just has always seemed shady to me always i've never been a fan i i wonder
0: i wonder what if this case is going to have any um influence in a upcoming case coming again with possibly raw garden and raw papers because they got into it for a while too
2: Interesting. Mm. (laughs) The saga continues. (laughs) I mean, you know, the the marketing, the marketing, bullshit marketing fluff and everything. You can usually spin your way out of it um, Mm -hmm. until, you know, if you have like a nonprofit charity involved, like (laughs) they're coming. Well, it, it it sounds like he's very limited on the language he can spin with, though, Rico. I mean,
0: what is organic? I mean that there's a certification for organic, so that's not that's
4: there in food, Jason. Yeah, but in papers and and cosmetic and other products, there's not. So he just, I'm sure, I'm sure that there's no. I'm sure that there's an
0: organic. No, I'm sure there's an organic thing for like like uh, like uh, uh, certified soy. soy.
2: If unless he said certified organic, you can say organic. Have an organic process. Well, he can't can't say it anymore. Can't say organic anymore oh uh, disappointment is there's, there's well spin your way you're, you're, it's use your rhetoric to spin out of shit like this but when i don't you, know i'm I, not profit and tax money involved like just don't do it
0: i've <laughs> personally not been a big fan of raw personally like i love that they, they do great marketing they do great things they're always giving away stuff i think that that part is right. great but as far as are they like, really though? me 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 using them it's it's not realistic because their glue sucks like, I can't tell you how many times I've tried using a raw paper and, like, sealed it and everything, and all of a sudden it's, like, coming undone right. at the end. Yeah, I'm just, and that, 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 that thing, thrilled. hit. I hate that the most about papers. you got to have about a touch most with com- your
4: tongue on those raw papers, Jace. Is, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet, I
4: bet. It inspired the uh, the search for the new papers for our show, bro. We got the old school clubs, the OCBs, the bamboo. How about some Bob Marley hemp's? Yeah. It. Just smoking. In my in my OCD, opinion, the OCB Silver Expert Packs, that
0: one right there, Matthew Saint Germain, that is the best paper on the planet. Those are the only ones that I smoke.
4: And even you even though I you know the they're the not X-L's, gonna win, right? I got the old zigzag orange, you just zigzag.
2: for the rule of, the rule of zigzag out memory lane. The OG right there. Those are pretty classics right X-L's there. Excels all day, man. XLs. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Poor Raw. Poor Raw, you guys. I,
0: do, you do, we, got, do you think Ra. they got I'm Raw Dog in boo. this? Ra. Can we get one boo from everybody real quick? Do you think they got Raw dogged?
5: <laughs> not poor Raw. No one's crying <laughs> a tear over here for
0: them. <laughs> do you think they got Raw dogged in this? Mandy? I think
5: they Raw <laughs> Dog themselves
0: got <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we gotta keep yeah. it moving. We gotta move to a commercial, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh thank you all for entertaining me with that. Uh. When you want to grow some of the best wheat in the world, then you must start with the best genetics in the world. Go to www.dnagenetics.shop to order regular feminized or autoflower beans. All of your favorite DNA genetics cultivars such as Kosher Kush, Skywalker Kush, and oh yeah, Chocolate Truffle Shuffle. Posting more cannabis awards for their award-winning genetics than any other company in the world. Remember to go to www.dnagnetic.sh Hop to see why our Terps don't lie. Oh, yeah. Coming up next, we have the dope dad himself. That's right, Rico Lameet who went on an escapade to Arizona for the Super Bowl in search of a Super Bowl, but came back short because all he found was actually a football game. That's it. Womp, 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 womp that's right it is the dope
2: dad himself rico meat thank you jason thank you thank you apologize for my voice slightly being gone. i've been smoking a lot of dope this weekend and uh you know what jason that i got it that- <laughs> yes <That's- laughs> and um i got in late last night from glendale arizona where super bowl 57 was held and i gotta say man Black excellence was on full display for everyone to see all weekend long. Not only did I attend the Black-produced Consumption Park 2023, first licensed big game cannabis event ever, just blocks away from the stadium where our very own Nicole Buffon and Gretchen Gailey did their respective things. But Rihanna, who is also Black, became the first billionaire to solo headline the halftime show, and also first pregnant person to perform, but there was more. It was the first time in NFL history where the two starting uh, superstar quarterbacks on both teams were black with Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. And while I love that both young men had excellent games themselves and gave America an instant classic with their own field display. To me, the most phenomenal performance by far was given to us by none other than Pat Mahomes' father, pro baseball pitcher, former pro baseball pitching father, Pat Mahomes Sr., who just might have given the most black dad on-field post-game interview in history. Please play this clip, Adam. You know I love you. You know I love you. I watch you I watch you I watch Yeah! I ain't smoking those yellow barrels <laughs> today. I'm smoking on the Philly Bluffs
1: today. Yeah, What I'm
2: i All right, so this was not the first time that uh, during this playoff season the Daddy Mahomes gave us some of that weed-related verbal smoke aimed at the haters out there talking shit about his son. Just a couple weeks back, this is what he said about opposing quarterback Joe Burrow following the AFC Championship game where the Chiefs knocked off the Cincinnati Bengals. Adam, can you please play clip number two?
0: You got a cigar on your own, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking this,
4: Joe Burrow you smoking on the joe, <laughs> oh, on the joe, oh. joe barrow right, how's it know? feel to be headed back to super bowl all right it feels great you know you know my baby boy deal with me always
0: do you know he's gonna show up and, and show out and i'm just glad he did
5: you got a cigar on your own
2: right, we, you can stop right there man he's, he's my new favorite person on earth right there so well, <laughs> folks, there you have it black history month 2023 ain't but two weeks in And one of the all-time greatest dope dads in history is actively displaying, dispelling the myth of the absent black father. One playoff victory at a time. Seriously, though, we talk so much about the business of cannabis, the medicinal side. Um, We debate the politics on both sides um, as we lead into whatever is next when it comes to legalization on the federal level. But the biggest impact in cannabis to me is the significantly reduced stigma tied to the plant. Here we have the... Black father who just watched his black NFL superstar quarterback with son win his second ring and second Super Bowl MVP trophy, and he's on the field making weed jokes to silence the haters. Had this have happened just five years ago, the apologies and spin doctors would have been up all night trying to bury the story, and all kinds of folks would have been shaming this man for messing up his son's opportunity to play a white man's game. While the younger Mahomes may have won the award for the big game and the league this year, in my eyes, the eyes of this dope dad pat mahomes senior is the real mvp i see you pops Conj- congratulations to the chiefs all the kansas city fans a uh, big shout out to everybody out there involved with consumption park th- uh, event this weekend i'm sure uh, we'll be hearing more about it uh, about this week if not today and thank you to everyone out in Arizona, who was hospitable as fuck and took care of me and my drunk ass this weekend. Especially the Web Joint team with Chris Olio allowing me to crash at his crib the first night after I came in hot. This is Rico going to meet the dopest dad on the street. I'd like to hear what everybody else has said about this one. I think Pat Mahomes. Dude. I mean,
0: uh, how long is it until till Cookies come does a licensing deal with Pat Holmes Now <laughs> he's, oh,
2: already God, he's already
1: signed. Please don't <laughs> do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I'm
2: telling you, I see, I see it coming very fast. Oh, uh, what uh, what um, oh, there's an opportunity for burner too with Ra taking the fucking I mean,
1: hit.
2: This is a big yeah, a big opening. Burner's vibes. Well, oh, hold yeah. on a second. Hold on a second. There's, on,
0: there's only two. Black
2: decent.
0: There's, on, there's only two. There's uh, only two. There's only two joint paper uh, factories in the in the world, and one's in France and one's in Spain. Yep. So, I wonder which one does Vibes come out of.
4: It's, it's, probably Bro, it's like hydro nudes dude they all just cut the same sheets of paper and put them in a different box or, or exactly. it's like the original mylar um, game
2: over there so if um if you're using like soy rice or so yeah soy rice paper or whatever um isn't soy like cancer causing too Yeah, know. isn't soy cancer
4: causing i know rice rice papers are good i mean really you're not supposed to smoke any paper That's why I'm smoking
0: tobacco leaves. You're not supposed to smoke those either, bro.
4: Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Joel. He says that vibes are made in France. Oh, Yep.
2: That's where OCBs come from. I mean, I like I guess we can't even. Are are they they not even going to be available anywhere anymore? what's that well, hold on a second no, oh, you know what them. they just if you have,
0: have, if you to have any random if you have any of this packaging you should probably save it because it may be worth some money whenever.
5: collector's yeah. items Yeah, it's you collector's items not. now at this
0: point yeah you
5: probably not i don't uh, think there's be my pile of Ross, a bad though. joint rolling <laughs> paper somewhere i don't think so yeah, um <laughs> no uh absolutely
4: not. <laughs> 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 Yo, you know what's crazy <laughs> is josh hasn't said yeah. anything yeah. and uh your website's completely offline
2: Come on, man! Comment that- on the story too. Oh yeah. This what do you, know, shit- you think about the Super Bowl champion dad talking about like rolling blunts <laughs> like on the I field? I want to hang out with him, bro. Yeah. He's he's.
0: Hold oh, on. Was was he smoking weed on the field?
2: He wasn't smoking weed on the field. Last uh, last game. Was? How do you know? Do you
0: know man? it wasn't a Phillies blunt filled with hemp?
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it could it could have <laughs> been it, but he might have just came from Consumption Park, just three blocks away, and yeah, got some, plenty of fucking weed. 94. Just a couple, right. of, like, Nicole Buffong might have like loaded him up like it was some shit to put on the field, and he had his Philly blunts.
0: So you don't think he was smoking on the field? Do you think he would have got tackled by security if he would have been
2: smoking no on the way. field? Nah, man, this is super. They just won the Super Bowl. Your son is—you know—they were gonna—they were gonna tackle him. Everybody was on the field doing the fuck they wanted to do. Exactly. It's a joyous fucking occasion. It was like no like nickname. Michael Strahan
0: yeah. hitting on Rihanna after the after the halftime performance.
2: Her belly. Great halftime performance. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Everybody out there, if you do not have a kid, if you weren't involved with that, do not rub pregnant women's bellies. Do not do that shit. It's not like a Buddha. No, it is not.
5: I mean, <laughs> make sure you have permission. Just don't go yes. randomly touching people just because you're pregnant. Yeah. Doesn't mean you get hands all over.
2: Yeah.
4: Thank you, man. Don't go touch a pregnant ladies, you guys. We're gonna have to cancel that trip. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but uh but either way, man, phillies blunts, man. That, that brought back memories from, from me um going back to the to my East Coast roots. That's all we smoke, uh Phillies and uh and white owls. I know it's tobacco and all that shit, but um it's what we did, man. All right. Oh man. Um, you know what? That's we're gonna uh think, Yeah, I think we're I, uh, we're having I,
0: a think, I think I think let's go let's go to Matthew, Rico.
6: Okay. Him... Yes. When in doubt, go to Matthew. Yeah, we're so going to go to Mass. Smoke you. half his yeah, blood. Hey, You're up. Definitely. Yeah. Right. When, in doubt, when in doubt, call the count. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> he's an immortal cannabis wizard with a deep love for all things phallic under the sun because he's all about the brotherhood of eternal love. Last 33 years, he's been doing cannabis sales, genetics, cultivation, and now he's here with us. You know him better as the Count, but we know him as... St. Germain. Matthew St. Germain, what do you have for us on this beautiful Monday morning? Hi, all. Happy Monday.
4: I have a story that makes me feel the exact opposite of that first story of the day today. Uh, So this comes from the Journal of Psychopharmacology, and it appears that psilocybin has a uniquely powerful relationship with nature-relatedness. The use of psilocybin, a hallucinogenic substance found in some magic mushrooms, has stronger connection to how people feel about nature compared to the use of other psychedelic drugs, according to this new research in this study. Research has found that the use of classic psychedelic drugs is positively associated with people's sense of connectedness with the natural environment and even objective knowledge about climate change issues. While much of this research is correlational, there is some preliminary evidence of a causal link between psychedelic use and nature relatedness. Classic psychedelics are a group of psychoactive substances that are known for producing profound alterations in perceptions, thought, and emotions. They are sometimes referred to as serotonergic psychedelics because they primarily act on the serotonin system in the brain. Examples of classic psychedelics are everybody's favorites, LSD, lysergic acid diethylamide, psilocybin, found in magic mushrooms, and DMT, dimethyltryptamine. But different types of classic psychedelics appear to have different subjective effects, and previous studies did not typically take this into account. For their new study, the researchers reanalyzed data from five previous studies that had assessed the link between experience with various psychoactive substances and nature relatedness. They found that among people who had experience with a variety of psychedelic substances, O- only previous use of psilocybin reliably predicted nature-relatedness. When assessing past use of various classical psychedelics, only use of psilocybin mushrooms emerged as the reliable predictor, according to Gandhi, who was the uh, chief psychologist that ran this study. The 3 subdimensions that comprise nature-relatedness are the individual sense of self-identity and identity in relation to nature, uh, uh, ergo my relationship to nature is an important part of who I am, the individual personal experience with nature, My ideal vacation spot would be a remote natural wilderness area, for example, and the individual's attitudes and values towards the natural environment. When examining those who had experience with psilocybin but none of the other psychedelic drugs, the researchers found that more frequent psilocybin use predicted higher levels of nature-relatedness, but this was not the case for those who had only had experience with LSD. These findings suggest that psilocybin may hold particular promise among psychedelics as an agent that can facilitate shifts in people's relationships with nature. And this, in turn, could have important implications for mental health and well-being and really the life support system of our whole planet, you guys. These studies uh, findings will contribute to the development of clinical interventions hint at the intricate effect of different psychedelics and highlight the need to further investigate how contextual and interpersonal factors may interact with a psychedelic to potentially yield sustained shifts in cognition and behavior. The study among psychedelic experienced users only past use of psilocybin reliably predicts nature relatedness. So you can Google it was authored by Matthias Forstman Hans Kettner, Christina Sagioglu, Alexander Irvine, Sam Gandy, Robin Carhart, Harris and David Luke. Um, I, I mirror this. I think that mushrooms have a unique message to our interconnectedness and, and not even our relatedness to nature, but the fact that we actually are nature immersed in nature. Um, LSD And I was listening to Tim Scully, who made over 5 million hits of Orange Sunshine in Windsor, California, about 10 miles that way for the Brotherhood of Eternal Love in the early, uh, late 60s. And he was saying the same thing I found, which is when I took LSD, I got the message of relatedness and how we're all a human family. We need to uh, respect and protect our life support system so we can continue to fly this spaceship through the universe in peace together. And I thought that was the message for everybody, and I, I, like Tim, at a much you know, more humble level, began to try to get LSD into everybody's hands, thinking that it would do that. And 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 what I saw and he was commenting on is a lot of people would take the acid and remain assholes. And it appears that LSD is more of an amplifier. And really, one needs to do a lot more personal work in order to, to really get a, a sustaining long term message from LSD, whereas psilocybin mushrooms are, are a being with a consciousness that wants to immediately focus us on the need to support our life support systems and how we are actually a steward of this planet and a beneficiary of its gifts, as long as we don't poison it and and, uh,
2: cause a mass extinction.
4: That's a St. Germain's Monday rant. What do you guys think?
2: I mean, oh man, if you're an asshole once, you're an asshole twice, bro. Just saying. Listen, I'm
5: a big believer that it's all required as a society That around 25 to 28 years old, every single person took some kind of guided psychedelic experience, like as a cultural standard. We all did this. I truly believe that we would have so much healing from childhood emotional issues. We would rediscover how our purpose is supposed to be connected to the way the world works, to the way that we interact with other people. And we would just have a much more high-functioning adult society in general general they definitely
0: would be higher mandy that's for sure whether they're functioning or not not, it's a whole nother (laughs) game but they definitely would be higher the problem there is consent i
5: mean this is very powerful i encourage every single person if you haven't had a guided psychedelic experience and specifically psilocybin i think um there and do it there's so many wonderful people that can help guide you through this you do not need a physician to do it it's it's very personal it's very spiritual
2: I think, I think everybody agrees with you, uh, uh, Mandy. But the problem is consent here. And um, the, the majority of, of folks with the fucked up, you know, sticks up their ass, people in charge and shit, they, they won't consent to taking that shit. So who is going to pull the trigger? Who is going to be lacing these motherfuckers' food and their drinks up with some... Like, with, with you, you just have to, you just I have think to, much more importantly,
4: we should have. Sorry, I think much more importantly, we should have group community psychedelic rituals where everyone's invited yes. and not everyone is uh, required to take uh, psychedelics. If you don't want to take psychedelics, you could uh, serve as a functionary, similar to ayahuasca circles, where you could help the other people who are high. And if we look at a book, I'll put it in the chat called The Immortality Key by Brian Murorescu. Yeah. He shows about the religion with no name, which uh, at, in one, at one point manifested in Eleusis in Greece as the rituals of Eleusis. And no one was, anyone who wanted to be a landowning Greek citizen with an ability to vote in the government had to do the ritual. And you did not have to do the ritual to be a part of Greek society. If you wanted to have steerage in Greek society, you had to perform the ritual at least once. you were open to do it every year if you wanted to. For and it came course. with fasting yeah. and austerities and it was community-based. And then if we look at what was going on in ancient Greece, while the majority of their knowledge was in, inherited from Egypt, and, and we haven't looked at that because of institutionalized white supremacy in, in our sciences, um, at the same time when we see the megaliths that they built and the philosophical treatises they put together on logic, etc., you can clearly see a connection between psychedelic usage and a higher functioning level of society. And they weren't perfect, man. They, they had pederasty and, and, and slavery, and, and like they were still screwed up. So they, they were not a perfection. Hold on. So they were still screwed up even after getting fucked up, basically, is what you're telling me, Matthew. So uh, a comet hit the earth about 12,000 years ago and we've been in the middle of an ecological uh, PTSD trauma moment since then and and again, this is mostly Saint Germain's bro science but basically the younger dryas comet impact theory has been shown to be real there's a there's a multi a inch layer of black soot around the entire earth anywhere you dig approximately 12,000 years ago basically you had all these megalith building cultures you had transoceanic sea trade um you had psychedelic science and you had these people that were still screwed up but moving to, towards higher levels of relating to each other and more peace. And then you have this comet impact. All of a sudden, the, the planet goes from all the megafauna in North America die. The planet goes from uh, hundreds of thousands to millions of humans to a couple thousand. Everybody loses their, their contact with psychedelics. People are just trying to stay alive. And then all of a sudden, we get a wash in PTSD and psychopathy and, 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 and uh, ego-based decision-making. And, and you have these these narcissist psychopaths that get in control of everybody's tribe. And, and what happens is they institute sexual suppression for arranged marriage so that the dowry, which is the wedding gift, can accumulate to certain people and they create chiefdoms. They create uh, class stratification. And we're still in the middle of this 10,000 year arc of this happening. Right. Yep. I forgot what the point was. Sorry.
2: oh man you know what hold on hold on we we, have have, have, hold on everybody should everybody should get psychedelically high but um to all the folks that are in charge they don't want to get high on psychedelics so how are we ever going to uh, achieve world peace unless they unless they take a trip first oh man you know what
0: you guys you guys are all just just out out of your minds first of all in so many different ways on this but we have steven up from the clubhouse audience what do you have to say about this steven Man, I've heard a lot of good things.
7: Uh, one of the best things I heard was, uh, um, quote unquote, well, what would be known as a rite of passage. And, you know, that's something that's been utterly lost in our society um, is a rite of passage. And it what is makes a man into a man and what makes a woman into a woman. And it's dumping all those childhood dramas and stuff like that. Personally, I don't get off on mushrooms. I've eaten an excessive an ounce of mushrooms and haven't hallucinated or had that journey. But I have eaten massive amounts of LSD. And as hard as a journey as that can be, you're talking about an ego drop and understanding that we are all just stewards of this planet. And in turn, you know, being at uh, the Hyatt 9 News is what's given me the reason and why to grow organic cannabis under the sun. Because, well, It's honestly what God told me to do. So, you know, here we are. Let's all get high and freaking realize that we're not the center of the universe. And we'll be a lot better as a
2: species. Thank you. Yes, 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 Steven. This is... We get those elevated thoughts. We gotta get that. Oh, heart. oh boy!
0: Oh boy! Oh boy! You got anything on this, Chris? I mean, you've you've been in law enforcement. I'm sure you've picked up a lot of people high on acid or mushrooms. And maybe did they give you an interesting experience from their experience while they're sitting in the back of your cop car?
6: I, not not as many as you'd think, man. In in the areas that I worked, uh, not something that was. Uh, called to a lot but every time i say this every week matthew saint germain when you go on your rants man i le- i learned so much i'm just soaking it up i love hearing you Thanks. talk <laughs> keep going man i, I swear no. it's like i learn a lot every time i come here is that because you just have the same that podcast podcast link. Link.
2: drop that podcast link on the on, on the on the youtube chat so we can oh check yeah this,
0: I should do that guys- right because right. you guys have you guys have the same barber, bro. We we'll kind of do. Our... We'll see what it does. Yeah, like... my my
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the barber. Is not top. not always by choice, Jay. But you know, I do. You know, I didn't want to do the comb over, and it was time. To
2: mm-hmm. I feel you, bro. Are I, there, feel like, you. I mean, what is the thought process that goes into the comb over, man? Like, you, what I don't know. You know,
6: there I, isn't, isn't one. There the isn't idea.
1: one. Yeah, yeah. I don't.
0: I yeah. I mean, or if it is, it's our. It's very flawed. It's very very flawed. <laughs>
4: Who's comb over? Really like josh with his paper company you know what i mean you're you misrepresenting it. yourself to try to get exactly. over when you could just exactly. fucking deal with your life like it's been easy bar. for me you guys because i'm about Dude. four foot eleven and so <laughs> i had a bit, like at about seventh grade i realized that you know when it came to height or weight you know i was outmatched and 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 i never really developed a, a, any type of resentment toward i just really got all right with it and and i think it just has helped me in my life that i'm just me so you're like, saying all you? this like, stuff
0: All this stuff is just to help people accept themselves more. Yeah. No, comb over
4: that, is, comb, a comb-over is a lie. The
0: co- a comb-over <laughs> is not a lie. It's a bad yeah. choice. You that's just, up, just a, shave funny.
4: your head, bro. bro. Shave your head and watch will, everybody be like, it. ah, you're great. I love you. I mean, like, I'm I'm mean pretty but pretty if you good. have
0: a mullet, if you have a mullet, you may have enough hair to do a comb-over.
4: Jason, no. you always yeah, have a mother. If a you front just go out the back, bro.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. My Come on. Ah, ah. Ooh, oh, man. We got it. We have in the front. Ooh. Yeah. We got we to so keep many it rolling. Guys, guys don't
1: know how to do hair. Like, I just. <laughs> I don't Duh.
5: Like, I mean, I wonder men, why. Like, not, not, not I do
1: my, hair hair God. God. I wonder I why. my
2: daughter's hair very poorly. And my wife always corrects it. So.
5: Yeah. Shout Both heads are sexy. Just shave it. It's all good.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> flying into lax you want to taste some of the best weed in the world then stop by laxcc the closest dispensary to lax located 8332 lincoln boulevard and open from 8 a.m to 10 p.m seven days a week always make laxcc your first stop when you touch down in la and score like a winner and don't forget to tell them i sent you and mention you would like to get high at nine for 10 percent off your full order the uh, thoughts and opinions and general overall shade thrown a high in Nine News are those of the individual speakers and not those of any other speaker or its followers. The statements made do not constitute legal or accounting advice, and our speakers make no representation regarding the legal status of any substance in any country, area, territory, or any authorities. The views expressed in this room do not establish any any fiduciary relationship, and our sponsors do not imply or constitute any endorsement by us or the expression of any opinion whatsoever on the part of any speaker on stage if you're an easily offended person this show is probably not for you and maybe you should go and buy some raw organic hemp cones from
2: You with us, freaking? It was like a big screen and shit. You know what I'm talking about? All Holy right, so. shit,
0: Gretchen is back. Uh, she's oh back goodness. like she left. Oh, 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 oh like, like she back. never she left. left. Oh. Ooh.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
6: Right, congrats. Right.
2: Up next. <laughs> she's a town based Emerald Cup edibles judge and crusader for female entrepreneurs. Known for Blazing Trails and doobies alike at Camille. Canagram. Canamami.org in the Women's Canna Award Competition. Y'all know who it is up next, Mandy Tingler. You're on mute, Mandy. Trying to oh, the ladies. Uh, yeah, what is going on? Man, we're having a
0: lot of I technology. was muted. I there was we muted, go. And we then hear you now. Somehow.
5: There we go. I'm back. Ah, here I am. Okay. All right, guys. So today's article is sad, actually. Uh, this one comes, comes to us out of Amsterdam. And the headline reads, Amsterdam bans public cannabis smoke. It says the city's mayor is hoping to curb crime by banning smoking marijuana outdoors. Residents have complained that the tourist-fueled nightlife has made the city unlivable. The Dutch capital, famed for its liberal laws on drug use and sex work, has banned the smoking of cannabis in the streets of its red light district, city authorities say on Friday. The ban, which will come into effect in mid-May, is seeking to tackle crime and antisocial behavior to improve the quality of life for the area's residents. Amsterdam is a popular tourist hotspot, and its marijuana cafes, as well as its brothels and strip clubs, draw millions of visitors every year. Residents of the old town suffer a lot from mass tourism and alcohol and drug abuse in the streets, the city said in a statement. Tourists also attract street dealers, who in turn cause crime and insecurity. The move hailed as a, quote, historic intervention by Dutch news. Newspaper Het Perol is a part of a larger campaign to crack down on the city's huge antisocial behavior issues. The initiative comes from Amsterdam's first female mayor, Femke Halsema, who has set out to make the city more livable for its residents. Other other measures have also been introduced, such as restricting drinking hours and enforcing earlier closing times for cafes, bars, restaurants, and brothels. The ban on the public smoking of cannabis will be limited to the canal-lined streets that host the city's sex shops and strip clubs. But if the intended effects are not achieved, the city has said it may extend the rule to terraces of marijuana cafes, too. According to Dutch law, consuming cannabis is technically illegal. Possession of anything under five grams was decriminalized in 1975. Principle, only Dutch residents are allowed to purchase cannabis in so-called coffee shops, but there is an exception for shops in Amsterdam. There are 570 shops across the country, of which 166 are in Amsterdam, according to health ministry in city data. Halsema has previously said that she wants to encourage tourism to amsterdam for other reasons than sex and drugs but studies have shown that banning tourists from marijuana cafes would lead to a sharp decline in visitors you guys this is a really really interesting turn of events when it comes to regulation especially in a city that has been traditionally known for cannabis I think this is definitely worthy of some exploring. What do you think?
0: I mean, you can't smoke weed in the red light district now, they're saying.
5: You can smoke it, but not in the streets, right? I mean, not in the 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 streets, but that that really
0: just means you can't get caught smoking weed in the streets.
4: There it
5: is. Basically,
2: that's, that's it. I mean we knew I mean they've been saying that they're going to start doing this shit since le- uh, since Europe started talking about legalizing in different countries it's just sad to see it actually happening and um, I mean
5: the brothels are getting it too their hours are being cut yeah right
2: do, what do, other tourism is there in
5: Amsterdam I was going to ask who do
2: you think is we'll, we'll, going to pick up the torch who do you think is going to up the torch
5: what is going on there
2: it, it, it sounds, sounds like they're putting out the torch because they're putting out the lights in the red light district right uh, is is germany going to be the new uh, cannabis cafe no. hot spot no that's no. a germany <laughs>
0: i mean bar- i mean barcelona is really is where it's at really when it comes to, bar- to-
2: barcelona, barcelona. Yeah. I'm Barcelona's going there in 3 aircraft. weeks and even, I can't
0: wait. even over over
2: Amsterdam. And, and and if you go out to um, um and if you go out to Barcelona, you can actually do a tour of the raw factory that they have out there.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> organic <laughs> raw factory.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, maybe funky, you'll see you'll see right. the the papers that delivered from France arrive when you're on your oh, tour. Lord. <laughs> Oh, man. Just, well,
5: this is really unfortunate. Um, also, I am very serious. What other tourism is there in Amsterdam? I'm not even sure. They got These tulips. Are... Okay. Yeah, the
0: tulips. Yeah, they have the, the, the flower festival in May, right? They got the, all the yeah.
5: little Dutch guys in their windmills yeah.
3: walking around wow. in also, their wooden shoes.
0: You can get some Curious. wooden shoes. Gretchen! Yeah, and they have yes? hold on, hold on though, hold on though, because you know what they do though. They do. They have all the all the, the, the guys that pass out all the
2: cookies. They have them all in blackface. They're trying to stop that. Yeah, I think yep. they're trying to. What? Yeah, I think trying to stop that. Yeah, in yeah, Amsterdam they, they, they have, they have it. It. Stan is, I, a stand. I have pictures pick. of it. Yeah, I have pictures of, black it. Peter of I've seen it of course you have pictures of it jason <laughs> I, i'm just saying i got
0: pictures also, of it bro i've seen it i witnessed here. it with my own I'm eyes Just
5: saying, if you're renting a place on in the red light district isn't there kind of some like standard of expectation of what you're stepping into
0: i mean i would think if i rented a I rented an apartment in the red light district i expected to come with you know what i'm saying some in-house you
2: expected to come huh
3: Oh dear God! Next, move <laughs> along. Oh, <Next>. <laughs> yeah. an adult is in the room again. Oh,
2: you, you know, a
4: big part of the Amsterdam uh, uh, flashback is that uh, drugs and prostitution are illegal almost everywhere. the The age there is eighteen, not twenty one, and it's been a, a, a just a tsunami of primarily American tourists coming and misbehaving, um, both in the red light district and with substances. That's caused the slow retrenching in all of these, all of the soft drug, what they call the soft drug laws there. It's basically just, I
0: Indian mean, American American I mean but, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. Don't, don't you think the real problem is, is that, that, that Amsterdam, basically um, all the people out in the streets that sell drugs, they all sell fake drugs because of the fact that you cannot get prosecuted for selling fake drugs in Amsterdam. So that's what they sell. All of these people, all the people that, oh yeah, I got coke, da, 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 all these different things. It's all fake drugs. Okay. I think drugs
4: should be legal, bro. I'm a I'm
0: a
2: drug socialist. That's not that, the, that's not the point. That's, that has nothing to do with the point of what we're what we're saying. No, that's I'm against none...
4: fake drugs, bro.
2: So, so Jason, what you're saying is they're selling no, the drugs. drugs because of fake drugs. Is that is that what you're trying to conjecture? No, you? I'm
0: saying I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that that I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that if they're going to prosecute people for selling real drugs, they should prosecute people for selling fake drugs. It's the same action. I
5: agree. I agree. It's not? the intent, right? You should be
0: a more. It's, it's, it's for the same fake thing, drugs, dude. It's
5: intent.
0: It's the same thing. It's the same, it, bro. Ma- Matthew Saint Germain, you are yeah. not going to go and beat somebody up for selling you fake drugs in Amsterdam. I didn't say it was gonna. Like, that's my point. So they're not yeah. going to be in more trouble. Oh.
4: I was like, geez, guys, I'm a nice guy. what the fuck? I mean, I'm high and stuff."
2: That's that's my point. That's exactly my point. Do we have confirmation that they that they do not prosecute? Anybody for selling fake drugs? Oh, that's 100% true. That when,
0: when I was staying there, I was staying at this hotel. We had dudes standing outside the hotel all night outside of our apartment selling cocaine all night long. And there were even some crazies. They came and, like, started a fight and all kinds of shit. It was great. Like, I felt like I was back in San Francisco.
5: Oh,
1: God. <laughs>
0: Was there
2: poop on the street? Ew.
0: Yeah, then you're not in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, they just they just they just they just, they just they just they just they just they
0: just shovel it back in the canal. But coming up next, she's a political strategist by day and a baker by night. That's right. She made it back from Arizona, and she's the founder of Panoptic Strategies and her very own Washington Insider back on Capitol Hill. That's right. It is none other than the Gretchen Gailey.
3: Thank you, thank you. Good afternoon. I'm happy to be back in Washington, back in the swamp where the humidity levels are right. I cannot take that dry ass Southwest. I don't know what you people <laughs> like about it whatsoever. It's killing me. Anyway, my gotta, headline. Did your,
0: did your hair frizz
3: up?
2: You got
0: No, I,
3: I mean, you have you have to decide. Either you want a good hair day or good skin. And I would prefer skin over the hair. Because my hair always looks good, no matter what. But Ooh, my fancy. skin cannot take that. Try. no
5: comb over with gretchen
0: that was was a flex right there gretchen
5: (laughs)
3: okay all right get to my story from marijuana moment california awards 15 million in grants to support local marijuana equity programs california officials on friday announced that they've awarded 15 million dollars in grants to support local efforts to promote equity in the marijuana industry The Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development distributed the funds to 16 cities and counties across the state through the Cannabis Equity Grants Program for local jurisdictions. Applications opened for the program late last year. This is part of California's efforts to use cannabis tax revenue to fund new and existing equity programs for those who have been disproportionately impacted by the drug war. Governor Governor Gavin Newsom's budget proposal for next fiscal year includes $15 million in funding for this program, and we intend to issue our next grant solicitation in October 2023. The grants for this fiscal year's awardees range from $350,000 for the San Diego County to $1,996,487 for Oakland. GoBiz started accepting applications for an earlier round of grants under the program in 2021, with a total of $35 million made available for localities across the state. This, in the next year's funding cap, is set at $15 million. The department separately distributed a round of community reinvestment grants just last year, totaling $35.5 million, with tax revenue generated from recreational marijuana sales. GoBiz announced last year that they've awarded 78 grants to organizations throughout the state, that will support economic and social development in communities disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. The amount of funding and number of recipients for that program increased from 2021, when the state awarded about 29 million in grants to 58 nonprofit organizations through the Cal CRG program. Meanwhile, California's Department of Cannabis Control announced in October that the state would be awarding up to $20 million in marijuana tax-funded grants to universities that carry out research into cannabis science and policy, including studies on preventing monopolies in the legal industry and securing the genetics of legacy strains. California is also making moves to expand its marijuana market beyond the state's borders, with regulators recently seeking a formal opinion from the state attorney general's office Yada, 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 This goes on and on about all the great shit uh, California's doing. Um, I'd rather like to stay focused on these uh, local uh, equity programs um, and ask folks in California if they are actually accomplishing anything. Um, and if I recall anything that I've heard on this show for the past year, I would guess not. Uh, but Newsom's trying. I would love to hear, especially Rico, what he thinks being out in California and Jason back you guys. Um, is the money getting out to the communities that need it?
2: Um, do they have a list of who was getting it? I think that was our issue last last time they did, they did this grant. It was only select uh, um, uh, jurisdictions that were getting the money, and then a lot of that money was not actually going to the um, applicants. It was going to law enforcement.
3: Um. Well, I'd have to do a little digger deep, uh, digger, bigger yeah. dive. Yeah. But it said you know three hundred fifty thousand was going to San Diego County. Uh, almost two millions going to Oakland. Um, it'd be interesting to see where. I mean, yeah. where this when to it appears this is- on a budget, it's just going to have their name. I don't, and I think it's then up to the local municipality how they're going to distribute it. I think yes. it's
0: going straight in the straight in the local municipality's budget, and they're just going to use that for their own departments and give them all self uh, bonuses. And they're going to have people
2: protesting, like, "Where the money go? Yeah, where the money exactly. go?" Exactly. That's what well, happened last time in L.A. And uh, exactly for that. So shit. would you
3: say that this shit should it should rather go straight to businesses and straight to community programs? And yes, skip, skip yes, yes. It should,
0: yeah, it should not. Yeah, exactly. Because government just wants to get their greedy little hands all over it. And, and
2: what? Yeah. Why not? Offer, yeah. Why not offer that money um, um, by way of tax refund? Oh, well, well,
0: well, I'm I, I'm fine with them even giving out money for that, but why not create an application process that social equity applicants can apply for these types of grants, so that way it can get put in places that it's actually needed. Kind of like what New York is doing, right? Um, I mean, if they had the money, <laughs> if, they, if they if they didn't create, if they didn't if they if they didn't have the same uh, same situation as Raw's having, sounds like they you have know
5: the same. I what heard.
3: Okay, exactly. all right, all right. right. I found I found a list. You found uh, a list, Gretchen. But it only has. See how quick I am with research. I you're great.
0: you're great. You're great. That's know. right.
3: Years and years, but it's only uh, municipalities that are listed. So LA is getting about two million. That's going to Sacra- get squandered. Sacramento's getting a million and a half. San Francisco is getting a million and a half. Long half. That'll get squandered. A million and a half. County of Humboldt is getting one point two. San Diego is getting, it says, 882. County of Lake, 836,000. Watsonville, 767,000. Watsonville
0: county. isn't even in a, count, a county.
3: It says city. City of Watsonville. Yeah. City, that's what I'm saying.
0: They're getting paid.
3: Uh, county of Nevada, 755. County of Sonoma, 687. Coachella is getting 500,000. The city of Coachella. City About of
0: Modesto. Half a million for Coachella.
3: 350 and San Diego 350. I mean, people had to apply to get these things, so if the municipalities aren't reaching out for it, they're not going to get them.
2: How much of that Coachella cash is going to beads and um, uh, Native American appropriated dress for uh, concert goers this spring? Mm. What I want to know. I don't
0: know, but we have Stephen Stephen up from the Clubhouse audience to talk about this, up from Trinity County. What do you have to say about this, Stephen?
7: (laughs) Uh, thank you for letting me on stage again, Jason. Uh, I could say a whole heck of a lot about this, um, you know. So when we fr- when we got that first round of funding, thank you, Governor Newsom. Uh, basically, uh, the cannabis authorities got new cars, got a new building, got uh, bulletproof glass installed in there because they need that, they hired- right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we hired the worst cannabis freaking czar.
0: Did you say that with a Z? Did hand. you say that with a Z? Because of Z- weed? Zars. No, no, no. Yeah. Z worst. Z worst.
7: Z worst. <laughs> By far. Um It's repugnant of of what they're doing with this money and not a single cannabis grower. And I'm surprised not to see Trinity County on that. We are the poorest county in the state of California, yet we're getting none of these funds. I see farmers going under day by day by day by day because there is no social equity up here. There's nothing for the legacy farmers. The local municipalities have pocketed every Freaking dime, every yep. dime.
0: Yep. Is I mean,
7: a, it's it's deplorable. It's, it's freaking disgusting. I agree with you, it's all That squandered. there should be an individual application for this grant money, just like every other grant. Yep. It is absolutely irresponsible to for, for uh, Governor Gavin Newsom to give this to directly to the jurisdictions that have been screwing us. This um, whole time do you think they're going to do the right thing? I don't think
2: so. All right, r- also, r- 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 go real quick, ahead. Just, go. Yeah, Justin said um uh, Yeah. Watsonville has like uh, Watsonville got half the amount that Los Angeles uh, did with 15,000. No. W- no, w- w- w-
0: no, Watsonville has a population of 15,000 people.
2: I, I no, know it's it, it, yes. it it a joke and everything, but and, I looked up the population, it is actually 52,000, so it's not that much better and they got half the amount that Los well, you know what I, what
0: I smell like is I smell some political favors right there. Someone in someone in Watsonville got some dirt on somebody or something and is definitely getting paid off with this. But we got to keep it going. We have Marie up from the clubhouse audience. Do you have something to say on this, Marie?
1: I just wanted to say real fast. Thank you for uh, letting me speak. I am a, I've been in operating Salinas in Salinas and Monterey County since 2016. I didn't qualify for equity because we paid ourselves too much. We stopped paying ourselves two years ago. Now we qualify for equity. $550,000 went to Monterey County. Zero dollars and zero cents will come to my pocket, my business's pocket, any person in Monterey County in the equity program. Like I said, I've been there since 2016, so I've paid millions of dollars to the county. I've built those brand-new city halls that he was just talking about. It should be illegal for GoBiz for any of these grants to come from the municipality to the city and the city not give one dollar to equity operators mm-hmm. I don't need technical assistance I help facilitate technical assistance I don't need to learn the lay of the licenses I don't need help with real estate if I have to be poor to qualify how the fuck am I gonna get anything out of this program when I've been existing there since 2016 who on is going it? Marie I'm
0: that was cheering done. you on Marie. I'm done Marie. that's really
1: all I wanted to just give my personal, personal example. Like, oh okay, yeah, keep going. Appreciate
6: bullshit. that, Murray. Appreciate you coming
5: Absolutely. up, Marie. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so interesting to me, the mm-hmm. disparities that happen between the different municipalities throughout the state. You know, the city right. of Sacramento does a really good job dispersing this sort of funding. And one of the things that they have really leaned into was a, an initial very heavy duty application process for those who are applying for the social equity store licenses. And then what they've done is every single time the state has dispersed funds to the city, Uh, And the city is actively going after this money, right? The city tells the state, hey, please, like, we think we are worthy of this much money. And then the state decides whether or not they're going to grant that certain dollar amount. But anyway, long story short, um, there was a very in-depth process. And so now every single time more funding Mm -hmm. is dispersed to the state, the state has like an additional supplemental application process that any social equity applicant can apply for. For. however those if those that got the initial 10 retail storefront licenses seem to be getting the additional funding because they really
2: hey mandy um uh, we, we, hey mandy we um we, you to know, you're glitching up right now so we do, if any you're glitching up right now we do need to hop to chris on, on, can on i say
3: this. one last thing for somebody in california who is interested I think y'all should be doing a FOIA request for the applications for this grant program because I'm reading through the application and the municipality is supposed to tell them all this shit of where the money's going, who's it going to, and yada, yada. So someone should see what these uh, folks are saying, where the money's headed. Right.
0: Good idea,
7: so Gretchen.
3: ask for Great the applications point. to the program. Let's,
7: let's, hit, let's hit that ad, Adam. That's Freedom of Information Act, by the way.
2: All right, coming out and and closing this out for the day, he is a a former Northern California cop, and um, now, you know what? He's just a fellow dope dad doing his damn thing over at CC Security Solutions, keeping us all safe. What you got for us today? Chris Eggers.
6: Thanks for the intro. Happy Monday, everybody. My article today comes out of Alabama. The Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission plans today to notify business applicants about deficiencies in their paperwork according to an industry trade association. So, um, Patrick Lindsay, the executive director of the Alabama Medical Cannabis Association, said that if your application needs additional information, you will receive an email notice at the email address you provided in your application. If your application needs additional information, uh, they will notify you so that you can get back to them by the deadline, which is, I believe, March 3rd. Um, under, sorry, The commission received 12 applications for uh, cultivation licenses, 12 for processing, 18 for dispensary, 11 for secure transport, and 3 for state testing, um, and then 38 for integrated facility licenses. The commission is scheduled to award the licenses in each license category at its June meeting. Once the business licenses have been issued, physicians may begin the certification process to recommend medical cannabis to qualified patients. Uh, medical products are expected to be available to those with select medical conditions late in the year in 2024 and before i think i may have misspoke i'm not sure if it's the march 3rd deadline that might have been from a different article i read but they will notify these applicants uh, by email hopefully the instructions are clear i know dealing with local municipalities uh, especially even state municipalities can be difficult so hopefully this uh doesn't muddy waters that's my article today this monday morning quick i mean
0: I mean, so 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 they're going through the applic- applications. I mean, this, doesn't this sound like they're just they're, they've already decided who's already won? If they're saying, "Hey, they we want we want we want here, we want to tell you basically how to fix your application so you could win." Yeah,
2: that's yeah, what that's be, telling me.
0: 12, 12 apps we'll for
2: see. cultivator licenses. Yeah. Uh, Twelve apps for processors. Eighteen for dispensary and eleven for transporter. It's not that. That's not that many. I don't all.
3: know, With Jason Beck. It tells me that these about. people don't know how to fill out applications. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, if
1: they then, had then, then,
0: done, then why should why should they get it? They should just say, you know what, all these people failed. You I'm all have to go back to the drawing board.
3: Jason Beck. Well, and I think that's what they're telling them to do. They're saying, all right, y'all all made mistakes on your applications. We don't have a program here because none of you can fill out the paperwork right. So let's try again. That's they what should
0: doing. they they should allow other people to apply.
1: They should they should they should they should
0: reopen. They should be re opening open the thing saying, you know what? We're throwing everyone's paperwork away. Everyone has to resubmit. We're starting all over again. I, I see the is saying, like, were y'all
2: high when y'all were filling out? the paperwork? <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Rico. I like that. Take us out, Jason. We have to be top of the hour. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what do you think, Mandy? What do you think about this?
5: I think we're
0: at the end of this show, Jay. You think we're at the end of this show? All righty, all right. Well, thank you all for getting high at nine with us every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific and high noon on the East Coast. Big thank you to our audience supporters for tuning in daily and listening to the insanity that is the developing cannabis industry. Thank you to all of our haters for always talking and thinking about us because we have the most immaculate pieces of property rent-free inside your head huge thank you to our sp- sponsors iSpire, wizard trees dna genetics laxcc true classic for keeping everything rolling thank you for our correspondents for being absolutely amazing and making it here today thank you gretchen for all of the travel that you've done to be here today Thank you for Cannabis for giving us a reason to do this, and thank you to Cloud Media Partners, House of Fuego, Green Street, and Zaza Simone Brown holding it down in Clubhouse for us to create this space in the Cannabis universe. And thank you all for getting high at nine with us. It's America's number one daily Cannabis news show. Bye. Run it, at
7: them.